Yo, cheers and welcome everybody to From Behind the Barcast, the podcast for bartending, service industry, and drinking in general. I'm Paxton, and and I'm Paxton. That's it. Um, Alex quit the band this this week. Uh, he left his job at Huckapoo's, and uh, he left the band in general. Um, but you know, sometimes you just gotta move on. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Uh, summon my inner Bill Burr or Theo Vaughn and, and do this one alone this week. And, uh, and, uh, also Alex, if you're listening, happy birthday, buddy. Um, this week we are heated by Inferno hot sauce emporium on Tybee Island, Georgia. Go see Brian over across the street from Huckapoo's get your ass some hot sauce. They have tastings all the time. Also shout out to, uh, my buddy Patrick Witten at, um, Savannah river fulfillment.com. Thanks for being a listener. We appreciate it. And this week, Shout out to the motherfuckers who, after they leave the beach, they put on a fucking shirt before they walk into the bar and come eat food or get drinks. So we live in a in a beach community, but the place that we work isn't right on the beach. I mean, you got you, no matter what, you've got to drive from the beach to come to our spot. We're not a fucking outside tiki bar, but these motherfuckers come up yesterday. Like it's already started. I understand. And it doesn't matter if you got a fucking old granddad bad body or if you're fucking uh, a swole, good-looking young man. That shit don't matter. It's fucking lazy. When you leave, you, you've gotten sun all goddamn day. You've had your fucking shirt off all goddamn day. When you come to the bar, throw a fucking shirt on, dude. Even fucking girls in their bikinis after dark and shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's half acceptable if they got, like, bikini top on, but they throw some fucking shorts on. But still, it's just like... You've been you you've been exposed all fucking day. Why would you want to continue to be exposed for the rest of the night? Especially, and I'll tell you exact man. This weekend was fu- man. It's been fucking crazy down here. Our season it normally starts about now, when we start getting like super busy when you know school lets out and all that shit. But our season started like at the end of February, beginning of March, and it hasn't waned since then. Normally we'll have like some like spring break time. And then we'll have like two weeks after all the spring breaks are over to kind of get a fucking breather and, uh, you know, regroup and get ready for the, you know, the, the real summer season. Not this fucking year. Fuck that shit. It's like it's been nonstop. So I'm working the outside bar yesterday and everyone's having a pretty good fucking time. But then this fucking group comes up. Older gentlemen, shirtless. One of them looks like a fucking albino avocado with his round ass and then the other and then this other motherfucker all right the dude doesn't have a shirt on but he's still got a fucking bluetooth uh earpiece in for his fucking phone i'm like that's the accessory he choose not a shirt he's like fuck fuck putting a shirt on before i walk into this place but i'm gonna leave my little fucking dumb looking bluetooth fucking britney spears microphone ear fucking plug in dude look like someone stuck a fucking bicycle pump up his ass and hit it about 16 good pumps They, they come and sit down at the fucking outside bar, and literally everyone that was sitting anywhere near him, just because of the shirtless energy, I don't know if these guys stank or not, I wasn't close enough to see, but literally just because of the fucking, the shirtless energy, people like literally were like, hey man, I'm paying my tab and I'm out. Like people I know, people I don't know, and the guy, the, the, the two dudes were sort of becoming self-aware about this, they're like, hey man, we don't mean to run you off, man. And everybody's like, no, nah, you're uh, you're cool, dude. <laughs> Later, man. Put a fucking shirt on is what I'm saying. And see that and the and the thing about those people, like, you know, when they come up with that, like, 
like coming up with that fucking shirtless energy. Like, number one, if you're fucking confident in yourself, there's no need to fucking be like, hey, check this out. I, I'm, I'm not going to wear a shirt to a fucking bar. But it's like you come up there. We're, it's, it, we're not a fucking tiki bar. We're not out. I mean, we're not on a beach. Like, everyone else is clothed. So you should, I mean, you should kind of be able to fucking read the room when you walk up and go, oh, look, we're the, literally the only three douchebags with our fucking shirts off looking like a fucking, like a 99 red luff balloon out here because it was the first day in the sun in fucking 10 years. They're like, yeah, buddy, fucking beach day party. And, of course, they were like fucking old rednecks ordering like Long Island iced teas and shit. But, <laughs> but yeah, so... Leave the beach, put a fucking shirt on before you fucking come up there. I mean, it's like, maybe if it was like, I don't know, like fucking two in the afternoon and you're just stopping by to grab like a pickup order or something like that. But if you're going to go sit in a fucking place without your fucking shirt on, like this isn't, I don't, yeah, I, I just, I sort of don't, I, I sort of don't get that shit. Like I like to go to the beach and I, and I, and I have my shirt off when I go to the beach, but when it's time to fucking go get your, you know, cause everyone gets hungry or. You know, because you're sitting down there at the beach, you're drinking, you're getting drunk, whatever. And you're like, hey, man, we need to go somewhere and eat after this. Yeah, throw your fucking shirt on and go somewhere and fucking eat, man. So then later on that <clears throat> that same evening, and this has happened before, and this is like an interesting group of people that um that I, I don't that I wasn't from I wasn't familiar uh, with this world uh, up until like a few years ago. So there's a there's a local guy that we have down here. He's fucking great dude. Comes in pretty often. He doesn't live he doesn't live down here full time, but he's here, you know, probably like six or seven months out of the year. This dude's real unassuming. Comes in, very polite, like sort of quiet. I mean, we'll, we'll, he'll chat with you if you want, but he, you know, has a beer or two and he leaves typically. And he's always like just fucking super cool. I mean, he's just a super cool dude. So there's a few times that I noticed, like, um, he would c- he would come in with, like, a pretty eclectic group of people. And as I started to, like, you know, like, because he's, like I said, he's pretty unassuming. He, like, dresses as normal as anyone else, you know what I mean? But then, like, sometimes he would come in with, like, five or six people who are wearing, like, tutus. Like, men wearing a little tutu. Or they'd have, like, um, I don't know, just, you know, a little bit of an odd clothing choice. So... But I, I don't ask questions. I just think he has eclectic friends, you know. So years pass, and I start seeing, like, he'll bring in different groups of people who look as eclectic as the last group, but it's a different group of people. So finally, I start to, like, not, like, I start asking around a little bit. I start to kind of ask him or whatever. I'm like, so what? Because um, they drink, you know, the groups that come in, they fucking drink, but they look like they had been running. Like, they were, like, in running shorts with a tutu on with, like, a fucking like a fucking, like a, like a Billy Idol tank top on and shit. So they would come in and it turns out that he's a part of this group. And I had to fucking look this shit up just to see if it was real. He's a part of a group. They're called hashers. So apparently what they do is, uh, I, I think their tagline is like, we're a running group with a drinking problem, but it's like, Apparently, they, like, make their own, like, instead of doing, like, a 5K, they, like, map out their own little runs, and they drink along the way if they want to, and if they don't feel like finishing the race, they just stop racing and then go start drinking, but the thing is, when you look at these folks, and, like, not, I mean, (laughs) not for nothing, they don't look like they want to run that much is what I'm saying, 
if you can if you're catching my drift they look like they'd rather walk to the mailbox you know what i mean uh, they, they, they look like they'd rather pull up right to the front of the store and 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 get out and going instead of parking parking a little bit they look like they'll circle the parking lot a few times getting that getting that real close spot to the front door of the grocery store if you feel what i'm saying and um so so they run i got air quotes going and they drink but they all get together and that you know like it's like a, a they're uh it's a group effort or whatever well it, i don't know if this is a part of every hasher community but some of these particular groups they have a third caveat to what their group uh involves so they they go on runs they drink beer and liquor during before and after and then also after they go get dirty and get orgied they or get up they group sexualize they group fraternize inside of a inside of a party house and so we had about 35 of this group of individuals come up yesterday and like i said all super lovely people uh, uh, you know just very eclectic uh it was like it was nice having them there because they were all you know like you know if they're adventurous people like that and they like to run and drink and fuck each other you know like 90 percent of them are gonna be like pretty fucking cool seeming you know what i mean if they're that open about all those other things in their life then of course they're gonna treat fucking service industry with some kind of respect you know and they were they were super fucking dope but you know not to talk shit i was, I was as i was looking around i was like man that's a that's a that's a pretty dope fucking um, situation you guys got going there. But then I thought about it. I was like, looking around, I was like, I don't know if I would want to orgy with any of you people. I'll fucking drink with you all day. But it's like, it look, the gr they look like that they had tried out for their local community theaters, like uh, Les Miserables musical, but got rejected, if, if that makes any sense. Uh, it looks like uh, It looks like they tried out for like fucking – Super Bowl halftime dance party, and they were like, "Nah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll call you back." And they kind of look like they <laughs> they look like they have a real good time, though, if I can say that. And uh, like I said, super fucking lovely people. But it's just like now that I have that perspective on what they do now, because I I was just like I didn't get that they were runners, and I didn't get that that like it was a group of like people that ran and drank. And also started fucking, but I, once you have that perspective, now that I have that perspective, I can I view these people in such a different way because I was so clueless about it before. But now, after I knew that and I saw this group come in last night, I was able to like drink it in and be like, oh. And I saw some little some little weird dynamics, and I heard this one girl say she's super pissed that you were kissing, uh, you know, Alicia over there. Like, they, I heard all these little inner turmoils, because if you think about it, man, like, I don't know, I guess it's not polygamy, but, like, all that over-relationship shit, like, everyone can act as cool as they fucking want, but if you catch feelings for someone, even if you're in a running orgy group, and that, that, that other person starts fucking with someone else in the group, you might get upset a little bit, you know what I mean? And, I, and I'm sure it's hard to keep cool if you ran a .5K and you're tired as fuck, and you drink six pitchers of fucking Shinerbach, you know, I bet your emotions will get a little bit of ahead of you <laughs> if, if you let them, if you see fucking Jacinda over there kissing fucking Ralph.
But really, I'm like, how much do y'all really run? Because it, it looks like they get about 0.5 miles down the road, and they're like, fuck this, man. Let's just start fucking. <laughs> Like how close are we? Uh, are we gonna do the fucking yet? Or are we still running? Oh no, we gotta drink a little more. All right, but we'll, all right, all right. Ten minutes, we fucking. All right, cool. Meet you at the house then. No, nah, but they were fucking super. They're fucking super nice people. Uh, and it was cool to have them up there because the, when whenever you have a large group of good and nice people that are uh, dominating the space, then that means people who are fucking gonna come up there with jackassery don't have any room to get in there and fucking. You know, and and fuck up your good time. You know what I mean? Because it's definitely a boon to have like, because like when when people sit at my bar and they're like, "Hey, I'm sorry we're hanging out so long." I'm like, I don't care if you don't spend another fucking dollar. If I like you and you're fucking cool, you are preventing some fucking shirtless albino avocado from sitting down instead of you, and that helps me out way more than a couple more fucking dollars. Well, you know what I mean? It's just nice to have people that you like dominating space because there's nothing worse than like if you get a group of like six to ten people that are fucking terrible to each other and to you and that's decide to hang out you can't even get to the other cool people that are coming up you know trying to get something from the bar you know what i mean because because they're because the bad people are dominating the space and that's a super unfortunate thing and then it puts you in a bad mood and then so yeah, so this uh, uh, this sort of happened yesterday a little bit with the fucking with the shirtless guys, but I would notice that they were like that they needed something, and I would see one of my friends or someone that I knew like behind them, and I would look I would look at the shirtless wonder for about just a millisecond, and then avert my eyes to my friend and be like, "Hey, what you want, man?" Because I was trying to like piss on some territory, I guess, and be like, "Look, this is what this is how little your dumb shirtless ass means to me. I'm gonna get this person behind you." Uh, who just wants a fucking water or something before before I get to you. But we all we all do shit like that. I think uh let send us an email and let us know how you handle uh or if you've ever yeah at from behind the barcast at gmail.com if you if you know what hashers are if you ever dealt with one of their groups or how do you handle uh a group of jerk off customers while your friends are there. Do you do you outwardly uh like make it known that they're less important to you because you know they're not going to sit fucking very well anyways and that shouldn't necessarily predicate how you serve someone whether you think uh uh whether you think they're going to tip you or not because like as good at profiling as you can be sometimes you just don't know you but if someone's acting like a fucking jerk off then uh you know i'm gonna fucking treat you like a jerk off i mean that's just that's what you deserve to be fucking treated like i guess but on the on the subject of profiling if and we all understand this and pl- and right into if uh, if you have an opinion on this at from behind the barcast at gmail.com um profiling as a server or a bartender um if you want to make your fucking life easier or your shift easier or your fucking you know your if you want to keep your mental health intact you're going to have to profile people at some point to make ju- just to just to keep yourself at a sanity level to where you can you can you can predict you can predictably understand how you're going to have to deal with any any particular individual so and i don't typically profile in public but when i'm at work within a minute of someone walking up and sitting down i can tell 
I can I can tell if we're gonna have a fucking good time or not. Like you instantly, like you instantly know, and it's okay because if you don't profile those people, if you don't, and like I'm probably like right about ninety percent of the time, I would imagine, not to fucking brag or anything, but I pretty much bat a thousand. If I if someone sits down within the first minute, I can be like, I'm we're not gonna like each other, or we're gonna get along swimmingly, or this person's gonna fucking tell grand tales about this place and this experience from from here until the end of time like you can just you can just fucking tell that shit you know and uh so i got a buddy uh he works at uh he works in a fine dining situation so here in georgia um all the all the covid rules are kind of kind of kind of loose you know what i mean so each individual place kind of has their own way of doing things where i work our bosses don't require us to wear a mask, but if people want to wear masks when they come in, they can. We don't require it because we're kind of like an open air place, anyways. I'll get to the, uh, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get to some some more mask stuff later. That's my uh, Darren of the week, but um, but it's sort of we Georgia's running fast and loose, especially Tybee, anyways. But it's every business's individual choice, you know. It's, it's, so. My buddy works at this fine dining spot, and he uh, he wears a mask all the time, no matter what. Um, I think it's it's I, I think it's company policy, unless uh, stated otherwise. And what I mean by that is, so he can um, he'll go up to a table, and within a minute he he can decide whether he's going to ask them um, if he can pull his mask down. So so he speaks really fast. So he when he does talk through a mask, he can, he can be a little bit hard to understand, but it, it, he doesn't mind it. He's not like, Oh, I wish I could take this fucking mask off. Cause he cares about the people who are there's comfort. You know, you'd rather, you'd rather have someone sit, sitting at your place being fucking comfortable than fucking, than anything else. You know, whether they, they think masks work or not, or whether they want you to wear one or not, just fucking make your own life fucking easy and just have the fucking thing on. So he'll walk up to him. And he's like, if I walk up and there's a pregnant lady there and they're all ordering like fucking waters and they've already started hand sanitizing, I'm not even going to ask if I can pull my mask down. I'm just going to speak a little slower and tell them the specials that way. But he's like, but certain tables, I'll walk up to him. I'll get a read on him, see that they're cool. And he'll say, hey, do you guys mind if I pull my mask down to tell you the specials? Because I speak kind of fast and it gets muffled a little bit and it'll make it easier for all of us. And he's batting a thousand on who he decides to ask whether it's okay for him to pull his mask down because the management at his place says, if your customers are cool with it, pull the mask down. That's fine. But that's just a part of that psychological profiling that you do as a server or a bartender. You can get a read on people pretty easily, I think, especially after you've done it for so long and especially the, 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 the wide amount of people and the individuals and personalities that you deal with, and you're not always going to be right, but even after just a few moments of interacting with a person, being a bartender or a server, basically you're a fucking, you're a fucking amateur psychologist, and you can kind of fucking, you can kind of read how it's going to go. So that sort of carries over, I think, into the public space as well, um, which uh, which is gonna be my uh, my oh, Darren shit. of the week? It's the Karen of the week. It's the Karen of the week. Oh, oh shit! This week's Darren of the week is brought to you by Inferno Hot Sauce Emporium. Again, right down here, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Go see Brian across the street from Huckapoo's. And my Darren of the week 
um, it's a pretty generalized Darren, and this is a this is a public Darren. This is not an at work Darren, but I prequeled all of this with with all the profiling talk because I don't generally like to profile people in my in my public life. I have to do it while I'm at work just to keep myself some sort of sanity. But I was at um I was at TJ Maxx the other day, and it's fuck it's kind of crunk busy because there's a TJ Maxx and then a Marshalls in the same um. Uh, shopping area, whatever, but the Marshall's fucking closed. So now everyone has to go to the TJ Maxx, and I'll fucking love that place. I get, you know, I go through like 40 t-shirts a fucking summer, so it's dope to go in there and only spend like 10 bucks on a fucking t-shirt, you know? Anyways, so I'm coming in, and uh, there's a guy There's a guy pretty much coming in right about the same time that I am. So when I'm in public, uh, when I, if, if I'm ever going to grocery store or like uh, TJ Maxx or fucking Goodwill or whatever, I have this like fishing mask that's like sort of like a neck gaiter that they wear to keep the sun off their neck. I'll put that motherfucker on and I'll put my earbuds in and I'll even wear my sunglasses inside sometimes just because like I'd rather be anonymous and no one fucking talk to me. This mat, the, the mask is kind of tight so it bends the tip of my nose down and it makes me a little snotty but I don't give a fuck. I'd rather be anonymous so like I'm like and I, I don't have a fucking opinion on whether fucking masks work or not. I, I'm living my best life wearing a fucking mask because it, it just cuts off anyone trying to fucking interact with you because like five days a week, I have to interact with every person that I fucking see at work, not by choice. So when I'm out in my public life, I'm like, hey, man, I just want to do this stuff on my own without maybe having any kind of conversations. I'll fucking man, I'll avoid people I know. I'll be like, oh, Didn't see you. I'll duck down a fucking off. But uh, so we're walking in and this is TJ Maxx here in Savannah, Georgia. Right. So. We walk in, I got my mask on. The guy next to me, he's got, um, he comes in, and he's got a mask in his left hand, and he's got a, uh, what I'm assuming was his vaccination card in his right hand. So he comes in, he goes, hey, he holds up the vac. So there's a lady that stands, like, right as you come in to, like, uh, you know, she, I think she counts how many heads are in the building, you know, because they have a cap limit for that. And then she asks if you want a cart and she'll sanitize a cart for you or whatever or if you're not wearing a mask she'll ask you to put one on because it's store policy so this fucking darren comes in and he's like i've got my vaccination you know my vaccination card or whatever and she goes that i understand that but it is store policy that you wear a mask and so he goes well the cdc said blah 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 so i turned and looked at him and with my spidey profiling sense I profiled this guy as someone who would support another business if they refused service to someone if they didn't follow their rules. For example, remember, I, I don't, I'm sure a lot of you heard of this, but um, there was a bakery in Texas, I think, wherever the fuck it was. There was a bakery somewhere, and they refused to make a cake for a gay couple on the on the grounds that they were gay, and they disagreed with that. As fucking dumb as a fucking reason that is to ref to refuse someone's service, I happen to personally want to protect that right for those business owners, even though I don't agree with it. And I think they're fucking retarded, but it should be your right as a business to set your own rules and set your own parameters and decide who you want to serve or not or who you want to let enter. So this fucking Darren over here. I can guarantee you he was watching Fox News fucking two weeks before, and that story about the fucking bakery came up, and he was like, yeah, fuck them queers. You ain't got to give them shit. That's your business. But then he wants to walk into a fucking TJ Maxx and argue with their store policy. And it's not as if this lady 
standing at the front of this place is making the fucking choice. It is a decision by the business it fucking self. It's not a commentary on whether a, a fucking mask works or whether a mask doesn't work. It's not a fucking commentary on them trying to fucking take away some of your fucking personal liberties. It don't fucking matter. That's not the fucking point. It's the store. It's just like there should be a store policy where you got to put a goddamn shirt on when you leave the fucking beach before you come to the fucking bar, you assholes. But this is the I, I can but I could profile this guy. I could just see him sitting there on his couch like, yeah, they shouldn't serve them damn queers. No damn no damn wedding cake. Them queers shouldn't be getting married any goddamn way. I got rights, I tell you. I got my fucking vaccination card. You need to let me in this some bitch without a mask. This goddamn mask don't work any goddamn way. So, and it's funny, and and I see this a lot now, and especially because I'm in the South here, and like I overhear a million fucking conversations about you know this, that, whatever, especially during fucking COVID. And I overhear so many conversations of people being like, uh, they're like, well, you can't call it the China virus anymore because did it. And I'm like, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, you can call anything you want, anything that you want. You can say whatever the fuck you want. If it just happens to make you look like a fucking subhuman retard, that's your fucking prerogative. You can say whatever the fuck you want. It's such a weird thing. They think that, like, something's being taken away from them because, like, because someone finds, because someone thinks, like, the things that they say and do are offensive. It's like, you can fucking, you can call it the Kung Flu all fucking day. You can, you can call, you could call anyone by any fucking derogatory name all you want. That is your right. You can fucking do it. Now, is everyone going to look at you like you're a fucking jerk off jackass? Yes, but that's also their right to fucking look at you like that. So this fucking Darren's in there arguing with this lady who has nothing to do with it. And I was so I, I like as I watched her handle this fucking Darren in there, she was like, she goes, I understand that, sir. Um, it is a store policy for us to have you wear a mask and and that's it. And so he's. He's clicking off new fucking, trying to find new excuses. And, and she's like, I understand that, sir, but it is the store policy for you to wear a mask if you'd like to come in. And then I'm looking at this dude. I'm like, what is this motherfucker coming in here to buy? I don't think they sell fucking KKK hoods in here. I'm not exactly sure why a dude who looks like this is coming into fucking TJ Maxx. Like, it's, uh, he wasn't with it. Like, and he was literally alone. He wasn't, like, with his wife or with his kids or something like that. Maybe they sell, like, I don't know. Maybe they sell like cheap golf balls there or some shit. I don't know. But so it, it's a it's a thing that I typically don't like to do uh, profile in public. But man, when you see someone like that acting like that, you can almost automatically profile them to to be one of those people that thinks their fucking civil liberties are being fucking taken away. But in the meantime, they don't want gay people to have fucking wedding cakes. Let me know your opinion from behind the barcast at gmail.com. We were really glad to have you this week. It's going to be a little short because I'm by myself, but um, we are. Uh, please follow us on Instagram. We are at From Behind the Barcast on Instagram. Um, please uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel because once we get up to a thousand subscribers, we're going to do a big giveaway. Um, so if you could help us spread the word and uh, uh, get us get us some more subscribers, and please uh, hit like on the um, uh, Instagram and uh, please uh. Send us some more emails with your suggestions for topics at frombehindthebarcast at gmail.com. Uh, we love hearing from you guys, and we love interacting with you guys. And uh, shout out to all the listeners out there who, who stuck with us all this time. Oh, and a quick update. So we took down episodes one through six on both YouTube and um, 
uh, and uh, all of our audio uh, platforms because when we get new listeners, they we we've noticed that our first three or four episodes have like shot up and listens like triple. And we don't feel like one through seven or one through six was our best work. I think we really started hitting our stride at episode seven, I think. So we took all of those down. And what we might do later is um, uh, we're thinking of uh, because, you know, it's it's hard to make money doing this. Uh, we, we're going to do it no matter what, whether we make money or not. But we're thinking about starting a Patreon and maybe having um, maybe having those early garbage episodes like an unlockable thing for for patrons but uh yeah so we took those down because we just want people to start listening from episode six or seven where we where we started hitting our stride and we actually brought up enough water and booze to drink during the podcast so that alex wouldn't be holding an empty cup for fucking 30 minutes of podcast <laughs> trying to suck the last last drip drops of fucking bud light seltzer on there. but uh we love you guys and um we appreciate you listening for this long and uh we will see y'all next week Happy birthday, Alex. You're 20-something. I don't know how fucking old you are. Who gives a shit? We love you.